Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Second half's not quite underway in the three o'clock games, but in the half past two game, yet another one of these is the comeback on for East Kilbride or are Aki's on Easy Street? Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. And it is the latter Hamilton Aki's 3 East Kilbride nil. Still 20 odd minutes to go And it's Ryan 1 The substitute has come on And scored in the 73rd minute To make it Hamilton Aki's 3 East Kilbride nil. Therapeutic this for John Rankin Because uh, they're not only Not succumbing to the pressure they were under They're thriving on it and uh, that's a very, very good scoreline so far uh, You wouldn't put it past them to extend 3-4 to four. Uh, Let's go back and speak to some of the guys David Friel, for instance, are you underway yet for Hill? No, the, the 10 men of Partick are out And the 10 men of Kelty are just coming out Gordon, so we'll be underway in a couple of minutes But a very, very bizarre end to the game You know, former teammates Joe Cardell and Ross Dockerty I didn't think there was that much in it I thought two bookings would have sufficed But Craig Napier Clearly disagreed, and it's very rare you see both teams and both managers just looking stunned at a decision. Yeah, strange one that, and we've got another goal in the game in Hamilton. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. I get something right. See if you're going to score a hat trick, you would take it in any circumstances. But Andy Ryan has decided decided to ask a little, add a little bit of gloss to it. He's lobbed the keeper from 30 yards to seal his hat trick, Andy Ryan. And it's Hamilton Aki's four East Kilbride nil. Well, it's a more comfortable afternoon for John Rankin and Hamilton and some of our pundits round about the grounds predicted, Gordon. Um, always thought that Hamilton would win that because as much as they come under a little bit of pressure, I've watched them, as I said, this season. Three goals in five minutes. Yeah, quite and something. Andy, Andy Ryan knows where the back in it is. Mark and I both worked with him. He's a, he's a captain now, so he's leading by example. Terrific for him to get the match ball. East Kilbride will come again, but Hamilton, too strong for him today. Absolutely. Far too strong by the looks of it. Oh, and we're underway in the World Cup. I've been looking forward to seeing France again. Mbappé and Co. after their uh, attacking performance against Australia in match day one. They've just kicked off against Denmark, Hugh. Who yeah. you said that was your team because you've got family connection. I spoke to my two little half Danes this morning. Uh, and they've got their Denmark jerseys on. Uh in honour of their father uh, So France Huh I've got them in the sweep as well Hugh So I'm hoping well, You've got Denmark I've as got well Denmark, There's a yeah. Danish feel yeah. About this in here Come on the Danes Okay um, who, How's the sweepstake looking actually? Portugal, Danes I'm doing okay Right Hugh Kevens Argentina, Croatia Not mm, so okay Not so good Mark Wilson Delighted Brazil You're Brazil aren't Brazil Brazil yeah. your team no, Cameroon. I nah, forget them. Nah. Okay. You you've got two good ones, England and Netherlands. Netherlands. Nah, Netherlands. By the way, Netherlands teams, don't look England good. as well. I thought they yeah. could go the full way, but after last night's performance, then mm. maybe Who's not. Who's got Spain's? I, I like the look of Spain. Yeah, Dave yeah. Galloway has got Spain. Oh. Ah. <laughs> Burgers all round. It's a real roller coaster. Or um, sweepstake because you look at someone like Andy Halliday he's moaning away at me because he got Saudi Arabia in the first place mm. then they beat Argentina mm. and he's delighted but now they've lost to Poland mm. even though they probably uh, did deserve something from the game 
Uh, Andrew McLean says he's looking forward to seeing his boys Costa Rica again. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, just got off to a bad start. Plenty, plenty to build on. Yeah, he's got, he's got, got now he's got Canada, who yes, yes. Didn't, didn't get a point, but they were like everyone's second favourite team or whatever because they put in such a good this, showing. This is the time to put Andrew McLean's taser gun experiment to the test. I mean, that would get Costa Rica a point. Yeah. I thought the Canadians were brilliant Enjoyed watching them Marvin Bartley have been celebrating this morning Australia, Australia. Getting, getting their yeah, wins Yeah they played well I never know Tell you what Roger, I don't fancy Roger Hanna's Belgium much I mean I know they Ke- Well Kevin De Bruyne has come out and said they that out, No chance Are they going to win it because they're too old So oh, Who's your oh, kind of Yeah That tells you a story about the squad Yeah I'm looking forward to this though France-Denmark Just There's been a lot of games that have disappointed you And you hope they're not going to But Denmark the surprise package of the Euros France with all their Attacking flair. It's a day for teams whose name begins with a D. Drumchapel, Darvo, <laughs> Denmark. Mark Wilson, you took on the best. You went toe to toe with Cristiano Ronaldo and Ronaldinho and Ryan Giggs. Can you give me a couple of words to describe how you would have felt facing Kylian Mbappe as a right back? Oh, well. Would you shoot him inside? I would have gave him plenty of space. (laughs) Just take the ball, keep him in front of me. I would have been probably about 25 yards back from him. And yeah, just but then you're allowing him to run it. You're free running. You, you've got to oh no, I would have just kept backing off until he's engaged. You go to the byline until the goalie tapped me in the shoulder and says, "Mate, you're <laughs> you going to have to tackle him." Yeah, it was electric. Talk to me, like, see, because you always see, hear these things. Like, you know, don't show people inside and whatever. This nonsense that sounds much easier than it actually is. See when he stops and then goes again. Yeah. See if he's just that much. See if his feet are quicker than yours and his brain is quicker than yours. What do you do? Stay in the dressing room There's no There's no <laughs> There's no if in that conversation no, not Talking him, to him Not him in particular I mean anyone Anyone oh, It's very hard to, to play against this guy I mean if you go tight with him He will drop the shoulder And run in behind you the, the, the problem you've got is The France The French midfielders And even at PSG They're good enough To pick the pass in behind you as well So It's almost impossible When he feels like it He could win this World Cup By himself That's when you need the Andrew McLean Taser <laughs> I felt uh, for uh, could, he, could he do it At Peterhead On a Wednesday night <laughs> I felt for Nathaniel Atkinson Of Hearts In the match day one Hugh having yeah. to Cope uh, With Kylian Mbappe I must admit Did you read the story Of uh, Jason Cummings Trying to get Kylian Mbappe's shirt How did that go Was it much like When Mark Wilson Tried to get Danny Alves' well, shirt That time oh, J- Jason, Jason sent in His Australia shirt To the French dressing room And Mbappe said uh, In Broken English No You're alright That sounds exactly I hate that Like my story God damn high I hate yeah. that I hate that That happened to my poor lads here When we played the Mighty Rangers In the League Cup They all wanted to change strips And they all went to the dressing room Not one Rangers player took their strips <laughs> <laughs> they, co- they come back with handfuls of strips <laughs> And I'm shouting No one are you going to beat Let's Mbappe Apparently said You'd only try to sell it on eBay Anyway, let's do your second half teaser. The second half teaser. With the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. For the best football news and opinion online. I have played alongside Demarcus Beasley and Dietmar Haman. I've been managed by Claudio Ranieri and Tony Pulis. I played more league games in Scotland 
than the other seven countries I played in. I've also scored a winning goal in a World Cup match. Who am I? So I've played alongside Demarcus Beasley and uh, Dietmar Haman. I've been managed by Claudio Ranieri and Tony Pulis. Played more league games in Scotland than the seven other countries I've played in. And I've scored a winning goal in a World Cup tie. I am a show-off, but who am I? Go at Clyde SSB. Let's see who can get it in the fastest time. I really am interested to see who wins that race because the listeners are always straight out the blocks on them. Mark I'll Wilson be, and Gordon I will DL. be so... I will be... No, no, Mark Wilson, you've got that wrong, I'm afraid. Okay. Well, it's so, a good guess, though. Well, I mean, it's, it's a good guess, but not right. It was good. It was good though. Right, keep your guesses coming into that. We're still asking you on Twitter for a bit of fun. What rule, what regulation would you change? This is all on the back of the fact that they're adding so much time on at the World Cup. Are you in favour of that? Would you like to see it come domestically? Could you go a step further and go for like a proper stop clock, you know, much like rugby or basketball or whatever? Um, and really anything that's completely out there and ridiculous we'll take that as well because it's Saturday afternoon there's not a lot of domestic football on and who needs to take themselves too seriously so let's see what we can uh, come up with another shot on the cards there Gordon for Martin one Stenhouse Muir now last night at one of the charity sessions one of the young coaches plays for Broughty Ferry Athletic I think mm. it's called and I said how did you go on the Scottish Cup he says ah we got beat off for Martin we should have beat them though and we're gutted because we've got Stena House Muir. We might have had a chance. And I thought, you would have had no chance. But there you go. So what do you know, basically, yeah. is the, the gist of it. Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Uh, I don't think Dean Linus is having a good time of it. He's just rushed out of his box and then sliced a clearance, which goalies never like to see. And it's fallen for Zach Rudden, who provides a great finish from 25 yards to make it Dundee 2, Airdrie 1. So, no shock there yet. Well, the, we thought we had one on the cards when Airdrie took the lead. Uh, but now it started to go pear-shaped. And uh, Gary Boyer will be uh, a happy man because the crowd would have reacted badly and will react badly if this lead is not attended to properly. Yeah, I, th I think for every club today, the, the most exciting thing about the Scottish Cup is get yourself in the draw. There's nothing better sitting watching the draw, you know, looking to see who you're going to get in the next round. Is it a big gun if you're going to get the the, the big teams coming in? Is it away from home? Is it home? Mm -hmm. It's exciting, Gordon. As much as people will say the most important thing is the league, of course it is, bread and butter, but the Cup's an added bonus. Some of these suggestions coming in are really good, and I can I can actually see maybe a day where football moves that direction. And some are like Saturday night entertainment game yes. shows, uh, which are even funnier uh, because we've got one here from Sean who says each team gets X amount of golden cards each season, <laughs> which they can play at any point during a game, and the next team to score wins that match. <laughs> so if it's like freezing cold And you think right enough of this yeah. Golden card yeah. out Somebody scores 30 minutes gone Up the road I like that 30 yeah, minutes you would. Up the road you like, What about the person that's paid 40 quid for a ticket to go in And after 30 minutes Use it all up the road And they're going <laughs> oh, eh, What's yeah, going your on team used the golden card It's nothing yeah, to do with I think this, The Americanisation I think Daniel Miller's Maybe been watching Too much basketball Or something Once the ball goes into The opposing half You can't go back Into your own half 
Stops centre-halves having the most touches of the ball in every game By the way, see during training You'll do drills do stuff like sometimes. that sometimes yeah. the, the other one that Daz mentioned A kick-in instead of a throw-in By the way, how many times do you do that in training? It's kick-in rather than throw-ins mm. And I often wonder why Because why would you never practice? Well, why would you never practice throw-ins? But it's always kick-ins If it goes out, kick it back in Ooh, mm. Stumbled onto something Again, these ones are more In line with what you hear quite a lot The relevant ones John Patterson says Use VAR as a tactical tool Like Hawkeye in tennis You get three uses per half To challenge the ref's decision And then VAR to confirm the decision On a goal penalty offside Or whatever it may be Yeah, I like that Edward Aitken just likes a, a bit of mild nudity He says stop booking players For removing tops Aye, yeah. aye Allow the gear to come off That's good well, Why not? Yeah, okay. yeah. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> I don't judge. No, I've never, it, it, I've never it, been it, given a card for that. It is uh, onto something there. Celebrations for goals. You know, it, it, it's about passion. It's about entertainment. Yeah. You know, stop it's the revolutionise the game, though, is it? No, no, no. Um, but no, okay. I did say we'd take any suggestions. Liam's obviously got a pet peeve here. He says a ban from taking any more corners for the rest of the game if you don't beat the first man. Hi, <laughs> that's a good point. That I know that's a pet hate of yours as well, Gordon. But you, yeah, but even I would admit that's that's quite hard to police because you know, oh. it's, it's not a very black and white <laughs> thing. Is the it? pressure on you? First corner. You're or, or li- to take by the way, Liam sent me like multiple tweets on this topic. Says if you don't beat the first man, the other team's given the corner. Can you imagine everyone just packs up, pick ball up under the arm, no, trudges up to, to the other? <laughs> they don't beat the first man, right? It's your turn. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but we'll see at Clyde SSB to get more of your suggestions in. Uh, there, we're taking your guesses for the second half teaser. We're keeping an eye on the Scottish Cup and. Away from all that, Hugh, the biggest story of the day to just quickly recap if anyone's just joining us. Yeah. It looks like Rangers have now made that official approach. Yes, yeah, to QPR. Uh, to QPR for yeah. Michael Beale. And QPR will say, well, it'll cost you 1.5 million, yes or no. And then they will pretend that they haven't spoken to Michael Beale before and uh, there'll be a press conference tomorrow. A Sunday press conference? Oh, yeah, you've got to get. Never in your day, surely. So, oh, yeah, but Jockstein used to have. A press conference And Rangers did too On a Sunday Seriously? Yeah Every Sunday uh, And you know Sometimes they would Use it to Deflect from what happened The day before Did Whatever speak after the game On a Saturday? Mm, yes Both yeah Wow all, all, Jockstein and Willie Waddle When, when I started it's Every remarkable. Sunday Speaking of uh, That era Did you see that uh, Statue To the late great yes. Billy McNeil Has been unveiled uh, in Bells Hill today? Well, in my estimation, um, the greatest Celtic man of all time. The man who said that there was a fairy tale aspect to Celtic and he wrote most of the fairy tales. The captain of the Lisbon Lions, uh, the man who won uh, the league on the last day of the season against Rangers in his first season as manager. The list is endless. Billy McNeil to people of my generation was Celtic and in his birthplace of Bells Hill he's got a statue outside Celtic Park and that is fitting and it's equally fitting that Bells Hill recognises its greatest son Bill McNeil Yep, well said Hugh, well said he certainly deserves I it do, I had the privilege obviously to play under Billy mm. Billy yep. came and signed me 
for Man City. Yeah, yeah. See, that yeah. is amazing. That is an, am- John, that is an amazing I, I, story. See, the thing is, right? I forget see, you sometimes. think about it. The, the, the managers that recognise that talent in Again, that young girl. Of, Billy of, McNeil. Of all topics, this really isn't one that's about you, honestly. Johnny Gregg. I mean that. <laughs> Very old. Do you want me to keep going? I'm running out of names. <laughs> you, you shouldn't have been. Taking under talent. the wing of Billy McNeil. Why? Billy seen the talent. I would have deserved it. It's ten on ten again between Partick Thistle and Kelty. And no, they've not been listening to our suggestions for improving football. It's just both teams have had a man sent off. But Partick Thistle are coping the best. Uh, Anton Dowds has scored about 15 yards. Great finish. Game probably over, says David Friel. Partick Thistle 2. Kelty Hearts nil. So it doesn't look like we'll get a shock there. And everyone built it up as a potential shock of the day. Hamilton against East Kilbride and it's finished. Andrew McLean and not a shock in sight. Yeah, Hamilton 4, East Kilbride nil. the full-time score here. It was a pretty even first half, but it turned into a convincing win for the home side, which is much needed for manager John Rankin. The Lowland League side, they'll have been happy with their start to the game. They forced Ryan Fulton into a couple of saves. They looked a match for their championship opponents at that point. Hamilton then started to come into it. Dario Zanata hitting the post from an angle. That was the first big danger sign. And then before half-time, Andy Ryan fired high into the net for the opener. Into the second 45, East Kilbride just ran out of steam, really. Hamilton showed some quality as well to take advantage of it. They made it two when Andy Ryan was slid through into the box. It was a really nice finish as well over the diving Curtis Lyle. Then 16-year-old Ryan Oney, he came off the bench and bagged his first senior goal as well to make it three. It was Lewis Smith's shot that was blocked into the path of the youngster who finished at that point. And then Andy Ryan bagged his hat-trick. What a way to do it as well. 30 yards out, he saw Curtis Lyle slightly off his line, wasn't even too much though but perfectly executed the lob with his left foot into the back of the net that was the Yaki's fourth, so no shock here and that's not just because they're not implementing manual rule change as well, the full time score here Hamilton 4, East Kilbride 0 I like it, I see what you did there Andrew McLean that was Hamilton cruising through to the next round, 4-0 against East Kilbride. Aki's fans, you are more than welcome. You're actively encouraged, in fact, to give us a call on the open line and let us know what you made of it. Bottom three in the Championship, you've got uh, Cove, who are six points ahead of the Aki's. And then between those two, you've got Arbroath. Today could go a long way to improving confidence, self-belief, call it what you like, for the Aki's players. So, a very good day at the office for John Rankin. I think based on where the where both teams are at, this would be a, a touch less, maybe a, a, a tiny touch less impressive than Durham Chapels. But then again, Durham Chapel were at home, or, or certainly it was a home fixture. So um, on a similar level of shock, <laughs> Darville are beating Montrose four one. Yeah. So maybe yeah. in fact, maybe the sco- the scale of the scoreline is what swings um, the the result of the day um, towards Darvel. That is that's very impressive. I'm going to give my colleague standing to the right of me a lot of praise here because before we come on air he says I fancy Darvel at Montrose. Oh, is that that's the story? Yeah. That is the story. Oh, yeah. And it was me. And yeah, I'm going to the colleague to the right. Just for anyone listening well, Thank you Daz What an entertaining start to Saturday well, night it's been uh, <laughs> yes. Peterhead nil, Queen's Park 2 Dom Thomas has a double there Got so a double last weekend as well So it looks like Queen's Park will cruise through there as well uh, Peterhead Peter. on their way out Club struggling Peterhead They need to find yeah. a manager They need to reinvent themselves a bit Because it's been a long time since he needed Somebody new in And to freshen things up well, Jimmy McAnally was 11 years yeah, to manage there Long time Mm-hmm 
Yeah, I, I don't think the assistant wants to take it, does he? Reading today's reports, oh, he's got no interest. Yeah. Uh, good response to that teaser question, Hugh. Remind oh. us of it. I'll do some early wrong answers, please. I have played alongside Demarcus Beasley and Dietmar Haman. I've been managed by Claudio Ranieri and Tony Pulis. I played more league games in Scotland than the other seven countries I played in, and I've scored a winning goal in a World Cup match. Who am I? Scott Wright thinks it's Vladimir Weiss. Not at all. I can see a lot of that. I can see a lot of why he thinks that, but it's not right. Uh, David Brown thinks it's, and he's definitely gone for the Tony Pulis clue here, Ricardo Fuller. No. Okay. At Clyde SSB, get your guesses in, please. Uh, Paul Withers goes for Dado Perso. No. Okay, at Clyde SSB, what have you two got written down? Uh, Daz has went for that one there, if you can read his handwriting. The one that your finger's covering, that's great. No, the one below it. Um, the youth, no. No, no, unlucky. Mm. That was worth a go. Good time to score for Wraith Rovers, because I'd imagine oh, it would be yeah. starting to get a bit nervy there, but they've they taken up. the lead at home to Auchinleck Talbot, Aidan Connolly, again. on 63 minutes. So again... Drumchapel have caused the shock of the round already Kelty are on the way to do that as well uh, Darvo, sorry, are on the way to do that as well Don't mean to alarm any Partick Thistle fans out there They're erecting the crush barriers on Kinvon's Drive as we speak For the open top bus parade <laughs> And the five hour journey back from Wick Will be feeling a little bit better for Falkirk They're 2-0 up uh, Up there against Wick Craig McGuffey With the goal on 61 minutes that is incredible. You go for a game of football and you come back at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> but see that, right? It's just a Norman England for a lot of teams. They let, you know, travel length and breadth the country. I mean, see, when I was, yeah. I was done at Bristol, <laughs> I didn't play a lot, so it was even yeah, worse that, yeah. when you travelled so, all that way. So what would be the sort of long journeys from there in the same league? Bristol, we went um, over to Ipswich. That was, yeah, that wasn't good, that one. Day. We went up to... Up north, did up you to stay? Hull. Yeah, of course it did. Yes, day. yes, we, we stayed. We had big cash back in those days. Yeah, Bristol City. I and see Bristol tips, which is only three and a half hours. Is that only spoiled? What about Bristol to? <laughs> all right, hold on. I'll just <laughs> I'll just search the AA route planner <laughs> all <laughs> <afternoon>. Bristol <laughs> to Hull. That's that was Bristol a big one. Bristol to Hull. Right, right this is right. the last one I'm looking up for. No, you. no, I've got plenty more. Well, that was three hours forty-five minutes. That's good. That, that was brilliant. Long, long three hours, especially when you know you're not playing. Right, okay, enough of that because we've got another one of these. What a game. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Dundee 2, Airdrie 2. Are we heading for extra time? Penalties, or will they just remove a player every five minutes (laughs) until we get a winner? Callum Smith on the break, Dundee 2, Airdrie 2. Airdrie are not lying down, Hugh. No, never do. Uh, So I can imagine the atmosphere there will be quite something, quite fevered, but uh, no such problem for Falkirk. They're doing well Mm. at Wick 3 up now. Yeah, Gary Oliver with the goal. Roger Hannes taking exception to something you said, Gordon DL, about, Mm. you know, go playing a game coming home at 11 o'clock at night he says it's rich coming from you who used to go to the football and come home on the Tuesday <laughs> see be fair right there's quite a bit of truth to that story because I used to take my going out gear on the team bus and get changed and didn't see my house to 1 o'clock the next day so there's a bit of truth to that <laughs> I get changed the team bus for the he's so party. proud of himself <laughs> right? as if that's like <laughs> some I'll I'll sense now. something to brag about yeah. Ruth Rover suit on with the 
the uh, suit carrier. There you go, boys. That's a gear. Although, you, of course, you had to change it after someone stole your Wraith Rover suit. Oh, that was a Monday night. Yeah, but you don't mind your clothes getting stolen on a Monday. Not many places open up in Kirkcaldy on a Monday. <laughs> Wednesday, Saturday. What was the story there again? It was out the dressing room window. Uh, yeah, we were playing. We were playing Rangers, and I think it was. Or it was a reserve game. Yeah, and right. Ian Durant was coming back, and myself and uh, a lad called Peter Hurst, and not very good player. Um, we would. We were coming back from injury to into the first team and we come in and we had a sort of a argument with each other that our clothes had been stolen. We, we were known as the, the pranksters then and um, we found out that someone, the kit man, had left the Rhymes window. With prank probably. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. Well, he certainly was. And he left the window open. A Ranger supporter coming along put his hands in, took the two suits out, right? But the, the best bit of the story that. is, so we had to stay overnight because obviously his keys, his car and everything were going. <clears throat> and he just bought a new car. Fantastic. And it was parked right outside, so we knew it was safe. We went to the hotel, come back the next morning to go to the club. The guys had obviously waited till everybody was away, bleeped the thing, got in his car and stole his car. I mean, obviously. <laughs> What, what, what made you think that the guys that stole these car keys wouldn't then steal the car? Well, it was well, I don't know because I thought they might be. Oh, <laughs> you know just, yeah, we've got these car keys, but oh, I like this suit know, better. Do you know so what I tried as well? I said I'm going. Stop I'm, going for a, I'm going for a two hundred uh, in my wallet for an insurance claim here. So I was a wee bit out. Oh, is there any time limit in? Insurance jobs, <laughs> <laughs> because here's hoping that insurance well, company's listening. For a suit than I go for my wallet. Inverness three, Stirling Albion Quite two, five goal thriller. But the favourites are back in front. Aaron Doran on sixty nine minutes. He's still playing. He is. It is he. I don't think he's overly old. No, does he? But he's just been at Inverness for a long time. Thirty one. He's only thirty one. Aaron Doran. Yeah. Oh, that's one of those ones that. But he's been at Inverness now for. 11 years I think yeah, so since he was fine. like 20 years what's, what's the chance of a supporter just putting their hands in the windows and just by chance oh, grabbing whoa, 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 whoa. Very hold easy. on hold on uh, whilst we're thinking about suits yeah. how was the wedding yesterday oh god this, god was, god. this was the wedding Hugh that for weeks he's been asking Mark Wilson to borrow a suit no. don't, 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 you I wish I gave him one after seeing it now. that was lovely the one I, he had I, I, got, I got a lot of good compliments I've got to say I wasn't particularly feeling well last night for the sort of a bug but the suit went down an <laughs> so it was your, it was your niece's wedding wasn't it yes uh, up at Dell Park I went down an absolute dream but my big problem is I've now been invited and I'd like to hear what people have got to say I've been invited to another gig very shortly another gig yeah well cash for kids right Um, would I go with the same suit on and people you get a photo oh you only get one suit look at him you know what I mean well how would they know what you're wearing at the wedding because he's because I put it out and I I like to show my fans where I am show So, so I'm a big problem. I, do I need to go and get another suit again? Is it the suit mm. brigade? You know, I just I, I know. I can't imagine the trauma that you go through to the, these things. That, that but you, yeah. Listen, I I watched your antics and don't think I'm not on you, right? <laughs> you wait till I post my my photos. Great. Right, DL part signed, DL comes to DL. Uh, listen, you know where this I is going. I know it's coming, but you're uh, no, absolute no, nonsense. No, it's not. No, it's not. Right, he waits for the response. Boom, and he goes with a Trump, Tumbery, Dicky Bow, like the box, like, like the, the size uh, four foot three James Bond can, standing there. I can see, I can, he six see, I can, I can see why you would think that, but you're missing one crucial, crucial consideration here. If you think there is anything in my life that I do 
after watching what you do, you would be sorely, <laughs> oh, you were, sorely you were mistaken. Irish, Duncan, you were Irish, we knew. You and were, by the way, we know you had a fantastic night. A little bit of luck again. Seems to come to you a little listen, bit, doesn't I'm, it? I'm on, I'm on a good raffle prize run. That's all I'm going <laughs> to say. Ridiculous. I'm on a good run of raffles. Makes you Imagine sick. Imagine winning a prize nah. at Tunbury. I'm on a good, I'm on, listen, I'm good at raffles. It's a, it's a skill. Oh. <sighs> it's, it's an mm. outstanding prize. I'm one lucky guy. But it's funny because the, the sort of the, the the thoughts of this show just follow you everywhere you go. Blair, who was hosting your table, the first thing was Gordon Deal would be raging at that. I would. I was honestly when you told me I was very angry. Everyone knows that you're that sort of jealous, think about yourself yeah, type. Did, did oh. you? I, I, I told you the one that happened to me, and obviously went in the toilet. I heard the two guys. Oh, talk. Hugh, this is this is. Only he, yeah, well, he is capable me, he of He told this. me the story. I like to get a cupid out of the road because obviously you're slab. You've got to keep out the road. <laughs> he told uh, about the toilet here. Yeah, cause in, and I hear these two guys talking, going, ah, it's definitely him, it's definitely him. And I go, all right, okay. And by this time, I've got a couple of drinks in them. And I'm standing there thinking, oh, here we go, I'm going to get pestered. Oh, he's big time, he's big time, he's big time. So they're thinking, when you come out of the cubicle, you're going to need to take a picture with these yeah, guys. well, I was sort of a hiding going, I'm not going out too early here. Right, I'll let them disappear. I'll, I'll listen for the the hand washer. That was that. And I thought, then I'll sneak out. And then I hear's one of them just as they're walking out. Went, yeah, that's him, that's him. He's just over there. We'll need to go over and get a photo. He, he did. He, he was an X Factor. I don't think I was an X Factor. Right? Thank God. <laughs> so, so I walk out. So the first thing I have to do is find out who's an X Factor, right? And it was a little lad, uh, McDonald. I don't know his first name. Nicky Nicky McDonald. Hold on a minute. So you have overheard people thinking, "Oh, they're talking about me," oh, and they I was, weren't. I was phoning security. It's like this famous song goes: "You, you're so vain. You probably think this bathroom discussion's about you, don't you? Don't I, you?" I, I have come. How self-obsessed is this guy? Well, I've come to the conclusion that Gordon DL leads a life that defies analysis. Oh. I would agree with that. Then we had another lad come up and he says, look, I love the programme, can I have a chat with you? I went, no problem, blah, blah, blah. He says, look, you need to tell me this story. You need to tell me this story. So I'm thinking it's one of my great ones, right? I says, well, all right, okay, and what, what were on? He went, Give us a Mark Walsh and his watch gets stolen. One more thing before me. we actually talk about you know small insignificant things like football. What's happened to the beard? Oh, because oh, there was a big there was a big discussion on the show this week. You've been growing the beard. You were going for a bit of stubble. Uh, you've come in today. It's gone. You you had a bit of a rash during the week in know. your neck. If you don't mind me saying. Uh, we no, spotted it. Listen, you're getting dressed up, right? You get the shoes done, you've got the full Monty, new underpants laid out. Goes in for a shave, I thought, go and clean shaving. Gets my suit. long at this point, though, quite was long, long, right? Go clean shaving, Gordon, get the aftershave on. I thought, that's really burning, that's burning, that's all spice I've put on there instead of the usual uh, expensive, know, stuff. expensive gear. And I looked in the mirror, and I've just come out in the biggest rash God ever put in somebody's face. So there I was, lying in the recliner. Divine intervention. Right, right, lying in the recliner with an ice pack over a full face. Track. Oh, oh, I wish I was there. You I should have gave you some and do you know, so encouragement. Like, everybody, when I walked in, I'm thinking, they'll recognise the suit and they go, oh, you're looking good. And they're like, oh, it's a weird face. It's a weird face. Like, oh, it's oh. terrible. Join the dots. So uh, hold on a minute, but why did you shave the beard then? Because you were exactly. specifically growing it I used for the wedding <laughs> you <laughs> Corbin gave you a bit of feedback on Thursday yeah, told you what we thought yeah. it's easy street for Falkirk they are 
4-0 up now against Wick Academy Gary Oliver adding a quick second After opening the scoring 70th minute penalty When you've got to come back that distance Do you have a wee party on the bus just oh, to kill it? I think that will pass a few hours I think they'll stop at a shop for some refreshments It's a certainty mm-hmm. yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, disappointingly enough though It's France nil, Denmark nil. 32 minutes gone Not much doing is there? Well, Schmeichel, Schmeichel had, uh, the, the Denmark goalkeeper made a terrific save from a header um, but that's about it as the Dazzler said it's been pretty poor other than that following suit from most of the games at the World Cup there's only been a few it's been a mixed bag but yeah there's been a few standouts that have been great Portugal game the other ones night, in there. the rest have been a bit of a hard watch if I'm honest hopefully it livens up after the group stages yeah what else have we got tonight what's the 7 o'clock remind me Argentina, Argentina. Oh, they need to bounce back, yeah. don't they? Who did they play? Mexico, I'm sure, is it? Is it? Mexico. Yeah. I'll look forward to that. Remember, it was, that, it was only last Saturday that you said you fancied Mexico as one of your dark horses. Yeah, we then I... asked you to name any Mexico player, mm. and needless to say, you I'm, couldn't. I'm now, I've now went for Japan. I like Japan and Canada. Because you can remember Maeda. Maeda, yeah. And Alistair Johnson, yeah. who might be signing for Celtic. And I, and I like I like to, the way Canada went about their business. Really did enjoyed that. But that Alistair Johnson story, you know, reading today that he's all but done a medical with Celtic. Uh, they just waiting till the World Cup gets out the way until they get put out before they actually officially well, announce. Maybe it. he's waiting, and if he has a really good World Cup, <laughs> he say, "See that fifteen grand a week salary I was asking? Yeah. Turn that one into a two. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know yeah. the, the the full extent of it. We had a, a, a Canadian. Uh, Football expert on Super Scoreboard last night Who certainly, in his opinion, it's a done deal Well there we are then, there we are, watch this space Uh, Hugh the teaser if you don't mind Yes I have played alongside Demarcus Beasley and Dietmar Haman I've been managed by Claudio Ranieri and Tony Pulis I've played more league games in Scotland than the other seven countries I played in And I've scored a winning goal in a World Cup match Who am I? Jordan thinks it's Van Bommel No uh, Martin Carr thinks it's Jean-Claude Darcheville No And Brian Russell thinks Claudio Reyna Oh No Okay 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 Keep your guesses so. coming in um, There was one on here that Something just Oh that was it It was in the clue Hugh When you said that they had been managed by Claudio Ranieri <clears throat> Yeah And it just reminded me that this week we got a caller on To say he thought that was a good shout for the next Rangers manager Marvin Bartley even Almost agreed I had to text you at that point And I just There's, there's a bit of sadness Hugh That when Michael Beale If it is to be the case Eventually Is named It just brings To an end A fantastic week Of people throwing Any And every name out there We've gone from David Martindale To Thomas Tuchel Yep To Claudio Ranieri To Vincent Company. Last night A caller Wanted uh, Yanis Hadji's dad Georgie Why not Hadji? Based on uh, nothing at all Scored a good goal at <laughs> World Cup 94 well, He was going well. through the names of those who had been linked with the job And he, he, that was the name he liked best It has, it's been, it's been quite the week I must admit um, Well I mean I guess Maybe we've been, un, we've been unfair On Georgie Hadji I mean he's not managed that many teams um, A team in his, was it in his homeland I think um, I think given the The, the Problems. Probably past the stage of speculation now. Yeah, though, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, as I say, it's the panto season. Uh, we've asked QPR for permission. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There's a 1.5 million pound get-out clause in the contract. That's a yes or no answer. Either you pay it or you don't. And if you don't pay, it, you don't get them. 
So it's all been done and dusted. The press conference tomorrow. Well, we will see. We will see. Keep your guesses coming on that second half teaser. You two still not got it? No, we're struggling a little bit. Aye. Aye. We're, we're, we're getting mm. some good names, but unfortunately, we're not hitting the bullseye. Denmark have had their first shot at goal, and the 35 mm. minutes in, first shot at goal. Uh, yeah, it goes well wide oh. in the end. Um, good to see, though, that they're not feeling too dispirited after that <laughs> battering we gave them at Hamden not so long ago. Um, as now we watch on and they go to the actual party and we talk about whether you would electrocute strikers when they yeah. go when they go straight through on goal. You know, everybody, just, just, we'll do us uh, over this break. There actually was a suggestion from someone. Now where was it? It's going to take me ages to find it. So f- sorry for uh, not giving you the shout out. But it was basically that for World Cup qualification, it's not regionalised. You just draw out anyone and you'll just get some mad random games. He said. Which, do you know what? I like that. After seeing this World Cup, I'm all for. Yeah. Because qualifying against the European teams out of the UEFA pathway is extremely difficult. And I don't care if you think this is bitter or one of these hypotheticals that we would accuse people of. Scotland would beat some of the teams at the World Cup. 100%. I like that idea. Because you're right. Look at Italy, even as well, who, who miss out, who are one of the great nations. Um, in the world but then you've got I know Qatar are hosting but even like but then if it is the World Cup you don't have to give people the chance to qualify from other parts of the world or a fair yeah, chance no, or, we just end up with a glorified Euros well, you still give them the opportunity to beat uh, you still would obviously it? be teams that would make it in just not as many um, there was Steve there we go Steve 5 all eligible countries into a pot drawn out play anyone would lead to some wild games he says <laughs> Oh, Hugh, as if you thought the electrocution was bizarre. Theo wants the height of the crossbar increased by four inches and the goalposts, the width, increased by eight inches. Because, don't laugh, he has actually thought it through. Uh-huh. Because the height of humans has increased significantly since football was invented. So why shouldn't the size of the goals increase as well? Hmm. By the way, that is a point. Well, is he a professor or something? He's went to that level of thought. Look, the goalies are massive now. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Well, <laughs> Not in my day. Got they bigger were, arms and goalies arms in my now. day were about five ten, five eleven, right? They weren't big. Now they're massive. I don't believe that. You name one big goalkeeper, my day. There you go. Name Peter one. McCoy was he not quite yeah, tall? He's quite big, yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Just the one then. <laughs> I Gordon played Marshall. With you. I that was Marshall, why they, wasn't he big? That was yeah, why they called him the Gordon Lighthouse exactly. because he was quite big. Right, okay, Hugh. I'm arguing. I mean, I've not played with. Cove Rangers 5, Dunny Pace nil. So that's yeah. going as you would expect The gulf between those sides Leighton McIntosh And another one in our featured game Goal Flashes With Clyde Built Home Improvements Partick Thistle 3, Kelty Hearts nil. Tony Weston uh, Product of the Rangers Youth Academy Has scored there on 80 minutes And that's an easy afternoon in the end Both teams have been down to 10 for quite some time And Partick Thistle 3, Kelty nil. Well, job done um, in spite of protests outside the ground by mutinous supporters, uh, they have at least got the job done and uh, look to build on that and see if there can be calm restored in the boardroom. Lots of criticism because Gordon Marshall's six foot three, according to some people. But no, 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 let's not argue about the height of goalkeepers. Of, uh, Gordon Marshall for Martin United nil, Stenhouse Muir two. Did, did you think for Martin were winning earlier on? Yeah. I did say 1-0 to yeah, for Martin earlier on. It did. And it's, right, they've happened? not got VAR. To the video printer. I don't know. <laughs> um, 
game of the day And it could still turn out to be one of the results of the day Montrose 2, Darvel 4 80 minutes on the clock Craig Brown That would be a real kick in the stomach mm. If Darvel were to lose from 4-1 up Or, or to be even pegged back I, th- I, think, it, I think it's marvellous though That Craig Brown at his age is still ah, scoring Incredible goals. isn't it Especially yeah. at this time of year It's cold out Top there scorer. And, um, Cove Rangers 6 Dunny pace nil now Fraser 5 getting in on the act He's enjoying the Scottish Cup Once on the bench In an FA Cup final yeah, Wasn't he? That's yeah, that's right In fact did he, he come have on? a winner's medal I don't know yeah. if he came on actually France have missed a real chance Against Denmark Denmark are not Looking like Doing very much in this game They're upsetting my grandchildren Get a move on Still nil nil Hugh yeah. And we'll take that at half time <laughs> We'll, we'll we, take that at you well, Support Denmark team, oh, so need, That's right to, sorry. sorry I'll need to support Denmark Denmark and Portugal we're the Copenhagen too, you and me. That's it, you. Uh, don't forget, the open line will be here in about 20 minutes' time. Once these games are finished, we would invite you, we would encourage you to come on 01419511025 and get whatever is on your chest off of it. If it's a performance today, maybe Partick Thistle fans, Aki's fans, any Drum Chapel fans out there. I've never, I've never mentioned that before on this show. Let's try it because you've caused one of the... Scottish Cup upsets Five divisions between the sides Knocking out FC Edinburgh uh, Darvel perhaps about to do the same uh, Although I think f- Four tiers is it between those two um, I'm not sure you'll get many Drum Chapel fans that are Still able to come on yeah, And politely yeah, well, communicate the, with the us on a day like this pint of beer at the, at the game Well you never know, we'll find out yeah, we on. Hopefully she's listening We will try our best <laughs> See what we can come up with In the meantime you can still tweet us your suggestions What rules and regulations would you tweak If you were in charge of football In charge of FIFA In charge of IFAB um, We've got like a hundred responses to this We've got absolutely loads It's been um, and, and Michael's taking it in the literal sense Michael wants a digital clock When the ball goes out it stops Till the ball's back in play Three hour games he says oh, Brilliant hmm. That's just what we need Just what we need in a nice cold January day What about you can't go back Backwards at all Everything has to go Everything has to go forward Everything has to go forward Stupid no. come on No that is no. one of your Kick st- him out Well Suggestions just you're going take away the boring play a back to the goalkeeper and then you're going on to the, the naughty half. step beside Andrew McLean Pauline oh, hold on a minute it's not as bad as here's, shocking people here's one way to get around the, the time wasting Pauline says rather than lines what just about boundary wall like five aside so you can kick it off the wall <laughs> no out of play uh, the old tenant sixes yeah get that back only in 11 aside I'm beginning to wonder about our audience now yeah. I think we're just inventing a different game here aren't we Rather than change Learning a bit of fun along the way But I think some are good You know Talking about Things to clamp down And time wasting mm. Maybe Things to give the benefit Of the doubt To attacking teams A bit more Offside scenarios Offside one I like I like that I really do Full body Celtic mad Managers Should have the same type Of contract as players They can only be traded Or released When the transfer window Is open It would save anybody Poaching managers mid-season yeah, Or What happens if you're Stuck with a dud yeah. And he's lost eight in the bounds, and you but can't get rid of him. Well, but that's stuck the, with dud players, didn't you? Yeah, and that's the point because there was a time, and I'm sure you remember it more than many, is that eight games in a row is eight games in a row, and yeah. you don't need to keep sacking your manager every eight games. Eight games can be four weeks. Yeah, but back in the day, uh, you really had to go some to get the sack. But now life has speeded up, and <laughs> eight games is enough. 
But that's why then To try and get that back in I get the problems with it Gordon Because it would maybe mean That when it then gets to the, the transfer window if you like Then you know sort of Everybody would pull the trigger Because it's the only Maybe the only chance to do it It does seem like If you look at the trajectory That that's on Take football from 1990 mm. Through to 2000 Through to now The average length Of a managerial reign it, When does that stop? When when but It doesn't seem Necessarily sustainable I think it's nonsense Just now Gordon I really do I know what you're saying I can, I can hear the argument Of course you don't want to be Stuck with a manager It's wrong But also, there's got to be a fine line. Give a manager time. He can turn things round. If you see it progressing the right way and the club's going the right way and there's good vibes about it, sometimes good you've vibes. Got to, vibes, right, yeah. Okay. You've got to be brave. You've got a good feeling going into the dressing room. You've got a good feeling. Spend too much time on that Instagram. Is this, this, is, this your, is this your Love Island audition right. tape from next summer? What are you vibing these you're days? Keep, you're <laughs> keeping a manager who's vibing. Yeah, I like a vibing. Well, uh, uh, Roger Hanna, David Friel, and me. But we, we don't have time for this. We, we need savagery. We need people to be axed. There's no time. <laughs> Just think in any other employment, though. No. Yes, people yeah. well, want London. others to get sacked. I'm not, I know Monday morning after one know. of your articles, boom, get out. That's true. You've had food in a row, inaccurate, that's not been backed up with your... Yeah, but we exist. The journalistic profession exists. No accountability. To be, to be the targets for supporters. We, that's, we're fulfilling a function. I, I, I think that's a rule. That's a good rule. What? Get them out. You've got four predictions wrong as a journalist or pundit. <laughs> well, he's not a psychic, sacked. to be fair. We've had you better job. Exactly. I'll stick up from on a rare occasion. He's not a psychic. Yeah. You know, that, that always makes me laugh when people talk about like a match prediction. <laughs> Shows how much you know. Yeah. I mean... If anybody could predict football matches, we'd all be really rich, and then you wouldn't yeah. be here in the first well, place. Exactly. Uh, Listen, I, look, I'll just quickly, and it's not all about me, but it is this bit. <sighs> I'll talk about a manager. I know Air, Air United want me sack in October, and by the time the chairman stood by me, right, and this is what I'm talking about manager, he stood by me because he's seen something going forward, and by the end of that year, we had the most successful season. At the club, it's history, right? Cup final, semi finals, finish. About to be overtaken this season, though. No, it's never. Oh, never. No, they'll, they'll mm. collapse. But what I'm saying is that's the, the perfect example of a manager under pressure and a club saying, Do you know something? We can see something going forward here, sticking by it. And the manager rewards. Yeah, I, mean, I think there's probably better examples out no, there than you, but we'll leave that be for none now. Montrose, <laughs> great, great character, this from Darville. Because they pull back to 4 2, you think maybe the pressure mounts a bit. They go and score a fifth. Magnificent away from home. Montrose 2, Darville 5, Andy Stirling on 85 minutes. Queen's Park looks certainly through. 90 minutes gone, 3 0 up at Peterhead. Uh, right, Hugh, let's finish this off then just okay. to make sure we've got some time for late drama. The second half teaser with the Scottish Sun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online. I have played alongside Demarcus Beasley and Dietmar Haman. I've been managed by Claudio Ranieri and Tony Pulis. I played more league games in Scotland than the other seven countries I played in. And I've scored a winning goal in a World Cup tie. Who am I? I'm Georgie Samaras. Georgie Samaras. Well done if you got it right. These two in the studio didn't, which is even better. But loads of you did because you know it all. And Chris P. Jer was the third fastest. Scott Connie in second place. And Annie's Land 9 was the winner. Annie's Land 9 
on it, but you had barely finished the question. Yeah. And he'd sent me a tweet. It was brilliant. Well done to Annie's Land How'd Nine. You get that? Um, Morton <laughs> four, Queen of the South one. Easy win there in the end. Alex King have added a couple late on. Uh, Falkirk six up there at Wick Academy. Brad Mackay adding one. Uh, so some convincing scorelines in there in the Scottish Cup this afternoon. I wish there was a bit more goal mouth action between France and Denmark, but mm-hmm. we're heading towards half time there and it's goalless, unfortunately. Serious question. How, well, I don't know everything that Georgie Samaras did because play I played with him. But I always want to know where they played with certain people. I'll ask Callum later. Yeah. Uh, probably, well, possibly Man City for both, both of those. Yeah. And then managed by He's Ranieri at international level. Mm hmm. Really? Was he Chris And then Tony Pulis at West Brom. Was he? Mm. Right, okay. You've just that answered then. Quite easy Callum. then, really, Stand when down. you think about yeah. it. Yeah, anyway, uh, moving swiftly. Have you on. got the answers over there? No. What do you mean? The information? Or I don't do you think, just, no, it doesn't. I've just got the same sheet knowledge. as Hugh does. Manager. Knowledge, yeah. Knowledge just there. the same sheet that Hugh gets. I don't have the working. Ask him any question, but any team in the Scottish Cup club right now. Yeah, <laughs> come right Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Jason Dale's the manager. Yeah, yeah, oh, sorry, right there's another one. I think that's my Scottish Cup. Um, oh yeah, out, are you? out for the season. See, I think I get, I get binned at the third round. I think. That's what we should change about football. <laughs> the that? guy who starts the draw <laughs> finishes finish the draw, draw live on TV. Nah, as poor Gordon, a food chain in I'd, this be, I'd be putting a complaint. In, in fact, f- I'll do it on your behalf. There's a food chain. Don't you worry. It's full time between Patrick Thistle and Kelty Hearts. David Friel. Full time. Gordon Patrick Thistle three Kelty Hearts nil. There were protests against the Patrick Thistle board from fans off the pitch. But no complaints about what happened on it. As goals from Brian Game, Anton Dows, and Tony Weston sent Ian McCall's men safely into the fourth round. Both sides played with 10 men for 50 minutes after a crazy double red card. Ian McCall's side were good value for the winner, really good today actually. Partick started well the first goal. Goal came from a corner in 8 minutes. Cole McKinnon's delivery was flicked on, and Brian Green finished off in close range. Kelty have got a lot of good players in the team, but they really struggled to create chances, although Alfredo Aguiman did have a good chance in 23 minutes. He was sent clear through. His low shot was easily saved by James Sneddon. The game erupted then in 38 minutes when Patrick Stephen Wallace clashed with Kelty's Joe Cardo. This was Captain Ross Doherty fully needlessly got involved and he and Cardo, former teammates at Thistle, were harshly sent off for violent conduct. After that, it was 10 d 10 for the second half. Thistle coped a lot better and they had chances to Harry Millen and Darren Brownlee before Anton Dow's made it 2 hours and 58 minutes. The striker replaced Brian Green at the break and was clinical with a low shot after being played through by Cammy Smith. It was all Thistle at this stage. Thistle teenager James Lyon hit the post late on and he was then involved as Tony Weston grabbed the third in 79 minutes. Rangers lone striker just a composed finish to cap a good day for Thistle on the pitch at least. Full time, Partick Thistle 3, Kelty Hearts nil. Here we are, Partick Thistle are through then there in the hat for the next round. Any other full-time whistles? Uh, not yet. There was six minutes added on. And have you ever heard anything that would sum up Roger Hannah Moore, Gordon Dale? You will love this. Six minutes added and he's worried he doesn't need extra time because he's booked in for a curry. Oh, he's bu- How can you book in for a curry? Go- <laughs> you pick a restaurant normally oh, then you fall. This time, you walk in the door to say I'm big one strand. Show the hair, <laughs> boom, you're in. Any seat you want. The size, the, size, the size of him they'll be delighted with his custom <laughs> but he goes to he goes <laughs> to thinking, ching 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 there's a money there for but he up. goes to nice establishments <laughs> he goes to proper places that you have to you know actually make a reservation well he should concentrate on his work first and foremost and book a restaurant do you ever remember one of my favourite Saturday night memories I remember going to a local takeaway when Gordon and I lived in the same area uh, went to go in for the Saturday night takeaway 
And he was in as well We had both just come home From the same place he was in Except he had a White polo shirt on And had a massive Big coffee stain Right down the front That he had done in here And he was leaning back Against the wall With this big coffee stain And I just thought Look at the state Of this guy <laughs> Actually pretending I didn't know him oh, oh, Anyway Airdrie red card So this maybe Swings things In the Vindaloo favour For Roger Hanna um, He's Cammy Ballantyne Two bookings And off he will go So um, I don't know if that's going to speed things up Quick enough for Roger Hanna See This is where Roger would be grateful For one of these Take a player off every minute Yeah, yeah. And it gets extra yeah, time over and done with quicker I remember it happened to me at Livingston Wraith Rovers Nil nil And you've n- you just wish somebody would score Don't even care Anybody Anybody There's, like, there's a couple Albion Rovers against Stirling Unimark The students yeah. That was your tip That was, that was my tip Still uh, on yeah, that was well, my tip. I mean, extra te- time. Technically, they're still in, but yeah, they've got to go through uh, extra time. Out. That's good. Hey, the the uni students, they'll be fit lads. If you're playing still in the gym up there, if you're playing still in university, is the result academic? Oh wow! Or it's getting to that stage. We need a full, in them. We, we need a full time whistle to save us here. Um, and it's only Roger Hanna It's the only other game we've got Is it? Of course it is oh, Because no. the other one was an early kick off. Where's he going for a curry? Let's let's chat about that until he's finished. Well, I mean, other restaurants are available. I mean, you, have you yeah. not still? Is he down this way or is he up that way? Is he you not still in a contract with the Bombay the Dreams? Bombay Dreams after wearing your, back in. your white uh, Helly Hansen jacket. My deal came to an end and we can't renegotiate a good deal. So <laughs> here I we are, go back saved in. just in time. Roger Hanna is full time, and you better get that curry pushed back. Hang on a wee second, Gordon. I'm just texting to move my reservation back in our Dundee 2, Airdrie 2. We are going to extra time at Dens Park. And it's been a terrific cup day. Airdrie started really well. and needed a good save for a Dundee goalkeeper. Ian Lawler to the night. Justin Devaney after two minutes. But he took the lead in 21 minutes. Callum Gallagher, the former Ranger striker, get the ball 18 yards from goal. And he slammed a powerful low drive out of Lawler's reach for 1-0. D really needed to up their game at that stage. Linus tipped over a spectacular strike from Zach Rudden from 20. 20- 20 yards in 23 minutes. Cammy Kerr was next to threaten the low drive across the face of goal. And then Rudden teared up Max Anderson in the box, but it was a weak shot and an easy save for Linus. And just as if, just when it looked as if Airdrie would hang on to half time, then D leveled right at the end of the first half. Ball in from the left from Kerr. Up went goalkeeper Linus with Zach Rudden. He couldn't hold the ball and it fell for McMillan. It was a match winner, McMillan, I should say, the match winner last week to finish from inside the box. 1 1 became 2 1 to the host nine minutes into the second half. And again, more poor play by the Diamond goalkeeper Linus just a hopeful ball up the right channel by Josh McMullen Linus come charging out his box tried to kick it clear but only succeeded in slicing the ball straight to Rudden and it was a great lobbed finish underneath the bar from 25 yards for 2-1 you would have thought the championship promotion chasers would have been in control at that stage but fair play to Airdrie they came back they levelled after 66 minutes smart passing move Gallagher's the creator this time and a smart finish from Callum Smith and Airdrie looked more likely after that Gordon to get a winner Smith had a header off the post in 73 minutes Dundee goalkeeper Lawler injuring himself colliding with the post as he tried to keep the ball out he went off Adam Legston's running goal Legston's quickly had to make a save from Gallagher and then Airdrie player manager Reese McKay with a free kick from 25 yards into the Dundee wall Dundee have tried hard they've sent on a few substitutes on Joe Grayson Ali Jakubiak Leo Cameron Derek Osseo but they couldn't find a goal and they, even after that they were held in a second booking for Cammy Ballantyne deep into six minutes of added time to reduce the league one side to ten men but they're still very much in this competition we're heading for extra time at Dens Dundee 2 Airdrie 2 
Yeah, how's your weather up there, Roger? You're delighted that he's staying, aren't you? Oh, oh I'm over the moon, honestly. <laughs> Especially when he's got something booked. <laughs> no, Joe, he's actually, I rumour has it, he's actually in Dundee for the evening. He's making a romantic oh, night of it. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. he's got his good lady and everything up so, there. Yeah. She's sitting there just patiently waiting. And a romantic man. cities of the world, yeah. there. Good old Dundee. Her man well, bursting through well, that door after well, a hard day's work. Let, let me tell you, I've been in that big Indian restaurant in Dundee recently. There must be more than one. No, this is a belter. All right, an okay. Absolute beauty, and yeah. the, the food was the best I've ever oh, tasted. Oh, that's high praise. That okay. Bit uh, concerned for a I Sunday even, I, even, I even paid. The, <laughs> hey, I, I, I even paid. I even paid the bill. No, you took Ro- that. You Rogers took that too far. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's half time in the World Cup. It's France nil, Denmark nil. So not a great deal of excitement in that one. Unfortunately, hopefully that heats up a bit. And already it's that time of the night It is over to you The open line is here It is your chance to have your say It's our favourite part of a Saturday Because it's when you can truly get involved And that's what the show's all about So 01419511025 And the options are limitless You want to talk about today's football Then maybe you will be a happy Drumchapel United fan Come on Indulge me For the first time ever A Drumchapel United fan on the phone Can you imagine Beating a team five Tears above them in FC Edinburgh One of the cup shocks of the day Darvel doing something similar to Montrose Hamilton Ackies fans You've eased through How are you feeling Partick Thistle fans On the pitch, very good Easing through against Kelty Off it, empty stands, protests Issues with the board and fan management and so on Why don't you pick up the phone And if you want to go away from today Bigger picture, Rangers fans Official approach made to QPR for Michael Beale, bring us up to speed on what you make of it. 0141-951-1025 and we will take your calls next. 951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line What a day it's been in the Scottish Cup. We've had some giant killings, some cup shocks. Can't see past Drumchapel knocking out FC Edinburgh and Darvel beating Montrose. Those are two outstanding achievements. I know many people looking at the likes of Hamilton against Eastcall Bride, but the Ackies eased through. Partick Thistle got through against Kelty, although it should be said there are protests outside the stadium right now about the way the club is being run and so on. Some away to extra time, Dundee Airdrie, for instance. Salbian Rovers, University of Stirling is away to extra time as well. Uh, simple passage for Morton, for Queen's Park, for Falkirk certainly. Uh, so an interesting day in the Cup. So we're asking you, were you out and about at a Cup game today? Did you witness a shock? I'm looking at you, Drumchapel United fans, uh, or maybe Darvel fans. What did you make of it? How exciting is it? Who do you want in the next round? If you want to talk about something entirely different away from today's football... Then I suspect the name Michael Beale uh, will still be getting mentioned. Rangers appear to have made that official approach. You would expect something to move within the next couple of days, uh, but I just wonder how you feel about it. 01419511025. Interesting day, Hugh. I'll put it into context for you, this Drumchapel United result. Airdrie are currently playing extra time against Dundee. Airdrie are lower down the League One table than FC Edinburgh who were playing a Drumchapel team from four divisions beneath them and it's Drumchapel who can now dream of that cup draw and what it might bring you, you want you want a, a, a premiership side you want either Celtic or Rangers you, you want them in your place 
although it may not be allowed by the authorities, but that's the dream. 0141 951 We're asking you to get in touch And in fact They're stepping up to the plate I've never seen the words Drumchapel United yes. On the screen before uh, Scott is actually The Drumchapel United kit man Now that's what I love We can't put a call out On a Saturday afternoon And get one of the Premiership kit men To phone us Brilliant. But Scott has done it Scott how good was today? Brilliant uh, Sorry for into words But it was just Brilliant For everybody connected from the management, the coaching staff, the players, the fans, it's just, it's a whole community thing, and to think that we're in the fourth round of the cup, it's what dreams are made of, it's just brilliant. I mean, Scott, I've seen videos on social media of everyone celebrating, it just... You can just almost sense what it means to everyone to be in the middle of it. How would you sum up what it means? It's just so overwhelming, I mean... We turned up today, we knew that Edinburgh were aside, four divisions above us, everybody probably wrote us off, maybe even laughed at us because of the, the, the separation in leagues. But we turned up, everybody gave it their absolute all, everybody, everybody associated with the club. And it's just fantastic, it's just it's just great, you know, and we've knocked the League One team out, who knows, who knows who we might get in the next round, I'm not saying that we're, we're going to beat them, but we're there. We can enjoy it And it's for everybody Absolutely The thing is though Scott Look it's a major scalp isn't it I, I think if some Maybe some fans of Premier League clubs Who Don't get the chance to look at the lower leagues And then you know The pyramid And, and maybe don't realise the scale of this it, it, FC Edinburgh are a well established High flying League 1 team You then obviously go down League 2 Below that The Lowland League Kind of sits next to the Highland League the West of Scotland League And then you guys The division below that This is a proper cup scalp Isn't it? Certainly I mean We've put out Nairn County Highland League team Gretna 2008 Lowland team And now FC Edinburgh Who Quite rightly Would have turned up Thinking We're going to be In the next round This is Jim Chapel. We should We should be doing this We should be But we've We've overturned the odds And it's just great It's great to be there And it's just You know it's it's a privilege to be part of it. I do the kit with my, my son. It's just it's just great. And, you know, it's a whole community feel. And hopefully this just highlights the name, Drum Chap United. And hopefully it makes more people want to come and watch us and actually, you know, brings the profile of the club up. Absolutely. What, what's your son's name? Uh, Liddell. That must be special for you too Because that's the whole point Of these community clubs Isn't it People need to muck in and, and volunteer And do things together And you're getting to share that With your boy That must be special Everybody in the club Mucks in Everybody in the club We all work To get one goal And it's to do the best That we possibly can And to put a good Name out for Jim Chapel And it doesn't get any better than this I mean Mark and Hugh I was looking The, the divisions tells its own story That's yeah. that's where the golf is But just to, to dig a bit deeper I, mean, I looked at the team lineups today The Edinburgh, FC Edinburgh captain Liam Fontaine He won the Scottish Cup yeah. Just what Six six years ago Yeah um, you know, He's had a very good career These are the, still the types of players The types of level That, that Drumchapel have knocked out today Scott sounds quite emotional yeah, About yeah, what's yeah. happened and, and he's perfectly entitled To be emotional Um that, as I say, I come from Drumchapel. I know that everybody in the place supports Celtic or Rangers, but Drumchapel United are trying to unite people behind <laughs> the community team. I've got a 
friend of mine who is on the committee at Drumchapel United, former Rangers season ticket holder, he went to use that expression. He went back to basics. He came from Drumchapel. He went to watch Drumchapel. He got involved in Drumchapel, and he was watching a level of football that he felt comfortable with. He felt really in, he enjoyed it very much, and he gave up his season ticket at Rangers to get involved more and more with Drumchapel United. So, Scott, I can hear the emotion in your voice and you've earned every bit of it. I mean, Scott, it's now at the stage where like, the biggest of big boys come into this draw. Is that how high you're aiming? I'm not talking about, you know, necessarily winning the tie, but, you know, why not at this stage? Would you take something difficult and glamorous? Of course you would, you know, because, again, that's, Totally other side of it. It's maybe a, a financial boost for the club to help the club progress. The other things that we want to progress to, which is obviously part of it. But who's to say that the draw might go in our favour if we, we get another tie that we could end up in the last 16, which who would have thought Jump Chapel United in the last 16 of the Scottish Cup? See, this is what it does. Most <laughs> people would just say, like, yeah. give us Celtic mm. or Rangers, payday up the roads. But Scott, maybe, just maybe we get someone and we get through the next round. They're a match of the cup. The most important question, Scott, I've looked out the window. It's absolutely miserable. How hard is it going to be for you to wash that kit? Extremely difficult, but we'll give it a good go. <laughs> just buy new ones it with the money is exactly, coming in. Exactly, exactly. Get a new fancy sponsorship deal. That was Scott Drum Chapel United. Kit man is sharing it there with his son. Yeah, I think he was right. You could hear what it meant there. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable. And, and quite often the kit men uh, are the life blood of the club when they're in that dressing room and everybody's got a connection with them and they're the hardest workers at any club and Scott certainly will know all about that but the grassroots stuff when you look at Drum Chapel and all the stuff to do underneath mm-hmm. the actual first team incredible that money coming in for the next round and hopefully they get one of the bigger I think, boys I think you want the dream of you want, course, of you, course. You, want, you want Celtic or Rangers and I, I take Scott's point well, Drum Chapel in the last 16 we really would be moving into Fantasy Island then but I think you want the dream Go and mm-hmm. have that moment at one of the big clubs. Uh, 01419511025. We've got another goal for in Roger Hanna's game, of course, because he's the only one uh, still going. <laughs> um, it was a line of save initially um, from Alex Yakubiak, but Dundee are now 3 2 in front. Uh, Derek Ossie has put them in front there in that one. So. Uh, should be heading but it's been a game of high drama mm-hmm. it's been swinging back and forward and it doesn't make much difference to Roger Hanna's curry plans anyway he, but but he's still, does. he'll be wishing that the golden goal has come into the golden Cup ticket games, that yeah. someone mentioned earlier yeah. uh, right thanks again to Scott Drumchapel United's kit man things you never thought you would say uh, we're now joined by Adam Hopes who's Drumchapel United's co-manager from a footballing perspective Adam from the management team the players just how, how proud do you feel this evening it's hard to describe it into words To be honest with you um, Obviously you don't know what to expect But a lot of friends and close people in the game Have obviously said that it's 11 v 11 And it all comes down to who the better team is in the day um, Whether that's a fair reflection And today's outcome is a different story But at the end of the day I don't think anybody could argue with, with all the deserve of keeping a clean sheet Against a team that's sitting joint second in League One um, so nah, we're all absolutely buzzing it's, it's surreal But we're in the heart for the fourth round I mean what type of effort does that require Adam Against 
like we said, this is not just about even a team one division above or two. You're talking four tiers and well established at that level as well. How big was the effort from your team today? Oh, it was enormous. I mean, to a man, uh, uh, listen, it's all about them. It's all about the boys today. The boys have went out. They've got their sleeves rolled up in a, a horrendous playing condition. Uh, and they've got the job done So they deserve massive credit Well again You can hear the emotion in Adam's voice I was just thinking you know, Danny McGrain came from Drumchapel Alec Miller came from Drumchapel Had a terrific career Danny is a Celtic legend John McDonald came from Kendoon Avenue In Drumchapel and had a career at Rangers You know, But these guys today Have Written their own little page in the history books You know, Danny's there forever Alec Miller, John McDonald They're there forever But the guys who played today Adam, part of the management team They've got a space in the Scottish Cup history books today And that's special, Adam Oh, definitely, Hugh um, And do you know what? We, we deserve it I mean, if you want to go back to where it all started We obviously uh, had to win a cup First and foremost mm-hmm. at domestic level which then led us into around Robin uh, with East and the South Cup winners. Um, obviously, we won that, and that's how we became in the, the Senior Scottish Cup as a non-licensed club. Uh, then we've had to set, uh, play a preliminary round against East House Lilies, away up to Nairn, and then obviously away to Gretna, and then we've ended up... I mean, anyone that's a football guy's looking at the tie today and going, right, well, the drum's no chance, but obviously in our camp, we think different. Because we know the quality that we've got within the squad. Uh, they aren't just like your, your normal non-league team. Obviously, the guys like David Temple and Andy Gagan, Martin Green, these are all guys that have been and played at a top, top level of Scottish football. So we, we were confident within ourselves that we knew if we turned up, we'd then get the sleeves rolled up, that we could cause a cup upset, and we went and done that. Adam, who else can boost, or boast rather, that they've got a player in their team at Drumchapel United who once scored against Liverpool at Anfield? I know. I know, it's mad. And the funny thing is as well, uh, Temps was just back from injury, so unfortunately he didn't take part today. He was obviously on the bench, but uh, it was maybe a bit too early for David to get introduced to a game like that. And the the, the, the kind of pitch it was, obviously the part was very, very heavy. And uh, we've been very good with David in his recovery and getting back playing and stuff like that. So we felt... The felt it was maybe best just to. He'll be ready for the big guns. Don't you worry about that. He'll, he'll be, be ready by then. He'll be fit by then. Save him for the final, Adam. I was going to say, Adam. I mean, the, the thing about this is, this is a, a. It's not like you can say really. Oh, now, now come the big boys because to Drum Chapel or teams in that league, FC Edinburgh are big boys, and and some of the other teams that you mentioned beating on route. But now the Scottish football sky is is proper properly the limit and. Are we kidding ourselves on? Is every every single member of your team just hoping it's one of Glasgow's big two in the next round? Is that where it's at? It is. And, I, and I see, see, to be honest with you, right, and this might sound terrible, but quite rightly so, because th- th- this, no, the reason I say that is this is a bit of a distraction for us. Obviously, the glamour, the, the big Scottish Cup and stuff like that, it's amazing, right? And you'll never take that away moments like today, right? But the reality is our bread and butter's domestically, and our aim is to get through the pyramid as, as quickly as possible. So yes, obviously it's good to be in it and all the rest of it. But for us as a club, we would want obviously a Rangers or Celtic, Parkhead or Ibrox, go and try and make the best account of ourselves possible and then just get the head down and concentrate on domestic stuff. Yeah, because the thing about well, lots of clubs like you, Adam, but particularly Drumchapel, it 
Look, the first team winning on the pitch, of course, is, is massively important, but there's a real community aspect there as well, and lots of different teams of different ages, and boys and girls, and everyone sort of coming together, trying to pull in the one direction. So firstly, financially, what can this do for the club? And then in terms of motivation, role models, getting you know other youngsters involved? Of course. Well, listen... Drumchapel United is one of the biggest clubs and academies in, in Glasgow obviously from under fives right through to you've got a few women's teams and a women's senior team who won the league uh, last week before they flew to Tenerife so I'd like to give a, a shout out to them obviously for uh, winning the league um, but financially obviously the main objective here is to get Drumchapel United on the map that, that's what the that's what the the, the, the mm-hmm. What shall I say? Sorry, the aim. That was the, the, the aim. Aye, that was the aim for day dot was to obviously take the jump for amateurs into the the pyramid and obviously go and try and compete the best way we can and try and get the club on the map properly. And I think after today we've done that. Um, and obviously, hopefully, I, I, I'm led to believe we'll probably be abs- absent from the competition next season uh, due to not having a license and uh, being put out the cup competition that we won last season to be in it this season. However, I dare say the following season, I think you'll find uh, Drumchapel United in the hat from the preliminary round and onwards. Brilliant. Well, in some sort of twisted way, that, that might just even sum up the story. They might, yeah. You're in the fourth round, you might play Celtic or Rangers, but actually you won't be yeah. in it the following season. Tell you what, we wish Adam uh, and the team, the management, everyone involved well. It was brilliant to hear the emotion from Adam and from the kit man before that, Scott, who was on with his boy. I've just remembered that Billy Connolly's legendary description of Drumchapel and Billy lived up the drum as well for a time. A desert with we windies. windies. Yeah, that's right, absolutely. <laughs> not, not anymore, it's not. It's a great footballing story yeah. that, you know, that's what they talk about. Um, when they say romance of the cup, I know for some people that's a bit of a kind of loose meaning. What does that really mean? Well, that's what it means. You're just... From Chapel dreaming of playing Celtic or Rangers, and that dream's getting closer. That's the uh, man. Do you know what's great about that for me? It's not just I know that Adam's giving praise to the players, and rightly so. It's the full club. It's oh. the community. It's everyone. There'll be people behind the scenes in there working tirelessly away to help the club to progress. This is their day to day. You can't take anything away from them. An absolutely fantastic result. Mm. What yeah. you want is a TV game, don't you? As well, something uh, televised. Thing, I don't know how. I wouldn't speak on behalf of the broadcasters, but it'd be pretty hard to imagine this next one not being. I mean, I don't know if they were to get a really who would be the other sort of smallest team in it, for instance, and Darvel are in from I think the division above. Um, but as soon as there's a height, like there are twelve Premiership teams going in. Mm-hmm. You've got did any of the. Championship teams get knocked out. No, not that I can think, I, I think of off the top of my I, head. Adam can't be any more honest than to say he's part of the management team. Yes, he wants Celtic or Rangers. That's that's what everybody wants, and he, he doesn't mind if it's at Celtic Park or Ibrox. Oh yeah, you want to uh, Celtic Park? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah for the, of course. For the, you or, yeah. I, or Ibrox. I thought you just meant... the experience of going there as well. As I say, Drumchapel has produced. Um, People in the music industry, it's produced legendary footballers like Danny McGrain. But today, a team called Drumchapel United have written a chapter in the Scottish Cup book. Brilliant. 01419511025. If, if there are any more of you out there, please do get in touch. Let us know what you've made of the Scottish Cup action today. On the pitch, it was good for you, Partick Thistle fans. Off it, protests 
um, against the way the club's being run. We've just had a wonderful goal from France from that man, Kylian Mbappe. And right on cue, because it's not been great, to be honest, up until this point. But he was starting to motor. Uh, he bursts down the left, works a nice move into the box and eventually finishes Prods the ball beyond Casper Schmeichel With 61 gone It's France 1 Denmark 0 I hope his shower doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> A great goal Oh that, fantastic You've just seen him signalling To the left back Give me the ball quick So I could get a defender Plays a lovely little 1-2 And what a cool finish that is France could see it coming. You could see it coming yep. He was getting on the ball more And more and causing problems Terrific goal As they say in Copenhagen Denmark have been rank rotten uh, 30 goals for France Just turned 23 oh, No he's not He's about to turn 24 Close That's Close to be offside Oh no Yeah That, that pass The initial pass yeah, you By the way What right. a reverse yeah. pass It was back in Mbappe By Hernandez there Who had to replace His injured brother Do you know It's actually a very Untidy finish He sort of scuffs it down It comes off a defender And bobbles in But the overall move Looked quite electric Oh it might, it might be offside You know But we'll I take it We'll take a little look Whilst we have a look 01419511 Oh by the way Dundee have scored again So it's 4-2 They'll go through You would have to imagine And Roger Hanna yep. Can go and get his Gallagher and bread Chicken biryani time uh, 01419511025 If you've got thoughts On the World Cup even That's fine Today's Scottish Cup Absolutely And maybe this Michael Beale business Is about to draw to A conclusion And he does eventually Get named as Rangers manager It looks like Rangers Have made official Contact with QPR which might mean you would expect it very soon. It's 5-2 to Dundee. Oh. This is where Roger gets really frustrated because you think, did we need to go to extra time? What's the fuss here? There's miles between these sides now uh, and he could have been off for his curry, but it is 5-2. Uh, play resumed. There we are. It's onside. France are one up against Denmark and we take more of your calls next. The games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Gordon Deal are here Get your calls in on 01419511025 But before that Hugh, some really really sad news From the world of Scottish sport today Not football as we're used to but from rugby There's a statement gone out from the SRU On behalf of Doddy Weir's family uh, Saying with great sadness that they announced the death Of her beloved husband and father Doddy, I think as everyone knows um, the, the, the recent story uh, The statement goes on to say Doddy was an inspirational force of nature His unending energy and drive And his strength of character Powered him through his rugby and business careers And we believe enabled him To fight the effects of motor neuron disease For so many years uh, They go on to talk about how difficult it is To put into words just how much they will miss him It says MND took so much from Doddy But never his spirit and his determination He battled MND so bravely and whilst his own battle may be over, his fight continues through his foundation until a cure is found for all of those with this devastating uh, disease. Hamish Angus, Ben and I would like to thank everyone for your support and respect our privacy at this difficult time. Signed, Cathy Weir. Really sad news tonight. Iconic figure in the world of Scottish rugby. Uh, fallen victim to the most horrible degenerative disease. Uh, but fought the way he fought on the rugby pitch. And... Uh, with Doddy Weir and people like him You're fighting your battle In the public eye And he never Shied away from doing interviews Until it was obviously Too late for him to do that He spoke about This horrible disease And he never Lost that smile on his face And it's desperately sad news And condolences to his wife and children 
Yeah, the word character doesn't do him justice, Gordon. I was very fortunate in my life to meet Doddy, uh, and it was over in Cyprus. Didn't even think Doddy Weir would know who I was. I was a manager at Air United at the time. We ended out going for a, a nice meal and a few drinks, and I've got to say it was one of the most entertaining nights I've ever had in my life, and a fantastic man. I can imagine, I can imagine. Um, yeah, Mark Wilson already, you know, so many tributes on social media um, pouring in, I think, certainly rugby fans, but then by extension, the Scottish general public in a wider sense, if they hadn't already been aware, you know, took him into their hearts in recent times as he yeah. battled MND and sadly it's reached that inevitable but cruel and, and difficult end. Well, well, you touched on it there, the cruelest of conditions and he, he fought to the bitter end, it was only last week we've seen him, um, the work he did with his foundation will obviously live on and Incredibly sad news Yeah very sad news A statement out tonight On behalf of the Weir family uh, To announce the sad passing Of Scottish rugby legend Doddy Weir So sad news uh, Indeed uh, But felt we had to bring you that one It's 01419511025 If you'd like to join us on Twitter um, You can tweet at Clyde SSB And there's actually been an equaliser At the World Cup Hugh Keevans It's yeah. France 1 Denmark 1 With 69 minutes gone Brave header He almost got his head kicked off In the process But uh, Brave header makes it 1-1 Denmark drew their first game uh, For all the fancy goals Hugh That we see in the World Cup And patterns of play a Good old fashioned corner kick yeah. Flicked on at the front post And somebody coming round the back To knock it in And showed great bravery So 20 minutes to go one. Yeah, exactly. Anybody's game now. Twenty minutes to go. Dundee are now winning six two. Surely Roger has gone time. Does he have to hang about? I'd be packing up the oh, yeah, I'd be away. Fault in the line. <laughs> uh, why not? Right. There's lots going on then at the World Cup and in the Scottish Cup today. The other story, if you like, that's out there is this Michael Beale to Rangers, which seems to be getting closer. I think it was already close, but talk of official. Approach is being made You imagine it's at the stage Where you're sorting out the details But you know Football does work in mysterious ways So we wait for Proper confirmation Let's bring in Stephen In Kilmarnock And see how he feels about it all As a Rangers fan Stephen How are you doing Gordon? Gordon You and Mark um, I, uh, Michael Bale deleting um, Twitter um, But he never deleted it Until the day Just see what thinking that I'll come back to another point. I must admit, I, I, no, I, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know if that was... Is that a thing that Michael Beale has deleted Twitter? I, I didn't know. Is, big, is that a thing yet? Yeah, I've seen it last night, really. There we go. I don't keep on, an eye on these things. Well, he's big on Twitter and, uh, you know, he, he, he defends himself on Twitter. If there are uh, criticisms made of him, he defends himself. And I think... It would be unwise to continue. You'd never ever catch Hans Postacoglu on social media. Uh, you you don't see players from Celtic and Rangers too often on Celtic uh, on uh, social media. So I think uh, Michael Beale and that confirms the appointment. Really, you think so? Yeah, I love that football mm-hmm. in twenty twenty two. The guy might have lost his laptop or forgotten his password or whatever. But this. I apparently deleted it a month ago Now according to producer Callum See we shouldn't read into these things too much Anyway Stephen are you expecting him, are you expecting him to be here soon? Uh, I think he will be uh, Maybe by the end of the weekend um, But by the way You can keep this recording It'll be a better appointment than Gerard And it'll do well better than Gerard He was a very, very tactical mind behind Gerard And if you look at Villa 
they played well until Michael Beale went, and then Michael Beale went to QPR, and then Villa went to the pan. Keep this recording, says mm. Stephen. It'll be better than Stephen Gerrard. I, I, I think Rangers fans need be a, they're a bit unfair. Some of them, Stephen Gerrard. There's more to you know. St- let, let's give Stephen Gerrard one pat in the back if that's true about Michael Beale. He he acknowledged that he brought him in as part. So it makes good management for me recognizing what you're not good at. Get a good coach in tactically. He was a leader. He was a guy that made the, the biggest decisions. Yes, Michael Beale was part of that team. But let's not get away from Michael Beale done everything and Steven Gerrard done nothing. Well, I think Steven on the Gerrard and tactically, yeah, people yeah, seem but, to but feel there's that more to management than course, yeah, taking a coaching. Uh, and, see if the and Rangers training. hierarchy thinks that much of him and they put all the eggs in the one basket and, and just went for him just now. Is there ever a, a case that the conversation might have been had before when Gerrard left that listen? Do you fancy this job? I wonder if it was offered to him then. Because he must have known then what they know now about Michael Beale. You know, that he was a great coach, that the players all respected him and he knew his way about the club. I wonder if they offered him the job before Van Bronckhurst and if they did, did he turn it down to go down south? Is he a, does he just feel that he's run his course as a first team coach? He's now, it's now time for a manager's role. It's a manager now, isn't he? At QPR. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's just interesting that they went for Van Bronckers. They put all their eggs in the one basket for Van Bronckers and got their man. And it's the same situation with Beal now, but they had him there last year. Could they have avoided the Van Bronckers era by handing him the job? Well, I think and I know he was loyal the to yeah. I think he was loyal to the Rangers manager who'd brought him in, given him his first opportunity, went to Villa, and obviously decided to go out on his own at QPR, and he's probably landed a terrific job for himself because, let's be honest, that was the one he was really looking for. We know... What we know about Michael Beale, that he is an exceptional coach. What we don't know is what Michael Beale makes of the day-to-day business of club management and the, the various problems that have to be sorted out at Rangers. Uh, he'll rely very heavily on Stuart Robertson and Ross Wilson, I would think, because his natural habitat is the pitch. Whether it's the training pitch or the pitch on a Saturday, his natural habitat is not up in offices. Uh, let's quickly get a full time report from Roger Hanna. That game is finished. Who's through to the next round, Roger? And then we'll speak to John and Shettleson. Yeah, Dundee quite comfortable. Dundee 6, Airdrie 2 after extra time. A thrilling Scottish Cup third round tie here at Dens. Callum Gallagher had sorry, Airdrie ahead after 21 minutes. Dundee turned it round either side of half time. First Paul McMullen equalising and then a fine finish from 25 yards by Zach Rudden after a mistake by the Airdrie goalkeeper Dean Linus when he came out of his box and sliced the ball to him. Airdrie weren't done though. 2 2 in 66 minutes. Callum Smith scoring. That forced the game into added time. Airdrie had to play the full 30 minutes of extra time with 10 men after Cami Ballantyne's second booking in stoppage time and they fell apart in that added spell. 3-2 when Derek Osi scored. It was in 4-2 when the substitute Osi scored again from a break by Luke McCowan. Another substitute Finlay Robertson made it 5 after 112 minutes and then McCowan one of 7 substitutes used but indeed manager Gary Boyer during the 120 minutes he made it 6-2 the Dark Blues are in the hat and Monday night Dundee 6 Airdrie too Well done to Dundee We watch to see who they get In the next round Prime Juranovic says You've completely overlooked The fact that Sterling Uni Are winning 1-0 At half time And extra time They were your tip They were your tip Mark Wilson Uh, Let's bring in John and Shettleston John Michael Beale Is that 
imminent? Is that going to happen in the next day or two? And what do you feel about that? Is that something you're looking forward to? Well, certainly for, for the reports in the press are to believe, then it looks like it is an imminent appointment. Um, good evening, panel. I, personally, I think it's, uh, like many Rangers fans, it's, um, a lot of Rangers fans seem to be spotting this appointment. I personally think it's an underwhelming appointment. Um, and the bit that surprises me most is that when he left, a few months later, he did an interview with one of the TV stations and kind of definitely revealed attack at this current Rangers board. Now, if anything, the situation with the Rangers board has deteriorated since then. Many fans even start to question the board. So I just find it perplexed as to what's changed, you know, for for benefit to him in regards to the Rangers board. And even when you look at the team, you know, McGregor should maybe have left last year. Uh, the start of the season was proven that McLaughlin wasn't good enough. We've got Goldson out injured, Hollander's injured, there's been more sightings of Shergarden, there's been a John Souter. And getting to the midfield, we're really, really weak in midfield as well. You know, the Arfield, Kamara, Ryan Jack, whoever comes in, it looks certainly is going to be built, but what an absolute massive job they've got in their hands. And the fact that he's a wee dig at this board before he's left, it's just strange that it seems to have changed quite suddenly. Would you, and this is the thing, John, there has to be an element of faith because we were not there and we're not privy to these things. Would you like to think, though, that if he. Because, you know, as part of any interview process, they interview him, but he, he maybe will test them and ask for assurances and ask what funds are available or ask what backing he's going to get. You'd like to think that's taken place, would you not? Well, absolutely. But the problem is it's, it's a level of funding. As I say, I've just said there with the team, and it's, it's right through the full team. It's not as if... I mean, I don't think the players... You can say the players were underperforming, particularly individually, with Van Brockers in charge. I think collectively the full squad needs freshening up. And that that's going to take a lot, a lot of money. Um, and I don't know if you know, as I say, we're not privy to that. But I don't know if the Rangers board have got that kind of money because it's 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 full scale changes that they need. Well, yeah. John, John asked uh, what's changed. What's changed is that Rangers' circumstances on the park have worsened. Uh, Giovanni Van Bronckers left Glasgow on the day that Celtic went nine points clear. Because of the draw that Rangers had in Paisley So the circumstances have worsened well, What's changed for Michael Beale I think John means If mm. Mike, if Michael Beale felt that there wasn't sort of backing or whatever previously Why does he think there is now? I think because Michael Beale has never made any secret Of his intention to become Rangers manager one day uh, When he was down south He said as much in a newspaper interview He wants to manage the club in his own right he was there long enough with Steven Gerrard to get to know the club and he wants to be the manager. And the Rangers board are in a position where they have to get someone in who can make an impact and they believe that Michael mm. Beale has the capabilities to make that sudden impact and that's why it's a, they, they can't be thin-skinned, the board. If he had a veiled go at them, and I don't remember what the words were that he used, then they can't be thin-skinned because they need him now. Yeah, but he's got to get the questions answered. Uh, I think the caller makes a good point. If you're questioning the board as you left and you're going to take the job over, then I think before you get into that hot seat, you have got to get the questions answered by the board. There's no doubt, there's no point saying, right, OK, I've questioned the board and I've left. All of a sudden I'm going back in to the same situation mm. that I questioned. There's no point in that because it's never going to work. Yeah, it's going to be... Mark, what what element of the job, what element of the task requires actually the most attention? Because the the obvious bit, the obvious hope is that Michael Beale comes in and Ryan Kent starts performing like he did the last time he worked with Michael Beale. And James Tavenier performs like he did the last time he worked with Michael Beale. And even Alfredo Morelos, 
goes in a boot camp in the break mm. and, and performs like the last time he did under Michael Beale. But what if even an informed Ryan Kent, an informed James Tavernier, an informed Alfredo Morelos? What if for fans like John, actually the biggest issue here is that that whole squad needs an overhaul anyway and yeah. it needs revamped and Kent's contract's done and Morelos's contract's done and McGregor and Davis and Arfield and Jack are getting older. I think it does need a revamp. I, I, I think that's plainly obvious. But what you've got there are still good enough players to make something of it. To do better this season. than they have. Yeah, without a doubt. So I, I disagree slightly when John says he didn't think the players individually were playing poorer. I, I think... They were playing poorer. I think some of the names you just rhymed off there are, are evidence of that. But I also think it was matched with a style that maybe didn't suit them and wasn't attractive and played at a very slow tempo. I think Beal, having worked there before with those players, can make an immediate change with that. It can change the style and it can change the mood and probably the performance levels of those players in the building. What happens after that, then who knows? If he gets money in January, if he brings people in and... And windows after that That's that's up for debate uh, Thank you very much to John and Shettleson Nice to hear your thoughts on it John stay in touch as this story plays out Full time University of Stirling are through Told you Against Told you. Albion that's Rovers There we are They're through to the next round um, We've not seen everybody twice at the World Cup yet But nobody's really bulldozing their way through Both group games so far no. To the teams that have played both France won, Denmark won Not a great deal in it Did France look that good? Not really. Mm, Denmark came close a few minutes ago. It, it, it looks to me 10 minutes to go. Anybody's game. game. Yeah, decent game. Right, okay, we'll take more of your calls next then. 0141 951 1025. Let's hear you. After they play, you have your say. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. On the home straight with Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL. France have just scored. Killing Mbappe again. At 85 minutes gone Was that a header this time? I just looked up Just bundled it in Sort of bundled it in uh, And maybe France will go on To take six points out of six From their opening two group games We're going to speak to Alec very soon We're trying to react to the day's Scottish Cup ties as well So actually do you know some nice presents Came into the studio Oh good For you I I know you're all probably going out Saturday night On the Mm. the town So maybe you could put these on And you'd be looking great it was actually someone called Claire from CC Designs and Prince has sent you Christmas gifts early t-shirts oh thank you as well but they're personalised I like it Mark you've got a nice sort of Celtic and uh, that's Money Heist isn't it theme with oh. a song on the front and you obviously she knows you're a big uh, oh, thank Celtic you. man thank you Claire no, I thank must you, admit Claire. though because XXL that's a bit cheeky Claire the other two are much more <laughs> the, <laughs> the other two are much more well. passively aggressive insulting so that's why I quite like oh, these right, ones okay. but, but in a funny and jovial way for instance, you, Hugh Evans, have ah, nice. a test tube wearing some spectacles, mm. i.e. Oh. specky tube. <laughs> there we are, my grandkids will like that. Get uh, that on you. That looks perfect for you, Hugh. You happy with that? I am certainly very happy and with Claire that. And Claire has sent you yeah. one which says, Don't you wish your boyfriend was hot <laughs> like me, don't you? And it's got two thumbs which will be pointing up at your face. Ah, there we go. I love that. That, that is that. right Thank up your you. street. Uh, thanks very much Claire Claire. Claire. we are open to all (laughs) no offence taken whatsoever Claire Um, and if you have any jumpers going it's quite cold (laughs) what else can you send (laughs) Willie Hat not in here are you joking (laughs) oh by the way the heat in here the day degrees in here Um, and I've done that thing where I've you know, I was, I was away last night. I've come in with you know one of these t-shirts that's just not under any circumstances suitable 
to show off for like public oh, consumption. Aye. It's only for use under yeah, a jumper. Old, old jammy t-shirt. Oh, or, yeah. Anyway, uh, the World Cup meets Scottish football sometimes when our players. Um, none of the Scottish ones obviously But the other ones go out and play on the big stage It happened today And I think that's what's made Alec call in tonight Is that fair Alec? Yeah, it's uh, just a wee extra for Hugh Hugh you forgot uh, My ex-brother-in-law's dad that played for Drumchapel Eddie McCready Oh I, I lived at, I lived around the corner from Eddie McCready He let me see, he lived in Dunkenny Road Aye well I just thought I'd remind you of that You always used to tell us about that 20 odd year ago See, For a guy who can't drive He's good at street names That's what I've noticed He, he could be a taxi driver How do you passenger. know everybody? I, know. Well, I don't know my neighbour The person that lives next door you, to me. Listen When you live in a place like Drumchapel You get to know everybody And Eddie McCready <laughs> Lived at, right lived right beside my auntie Mary <laughs> Hugh Ordnance Survey Keevans They call him <laughs> Anyway What caught your eye today At the World Cup Alec? Uh, Aaron Moy uh, When he came to Celtic I I was a wee bit dubious and obviously we Celtic supporters have got a, a saying saying an Ange we trust. I thought to myself, yeah, he's tidy, he holds the ball up. But I thought the day was absolutely fantastic. He was brilliant today, up and down that park. I don't think he misplaced a pass. Uh, every time he got the ball, he found one of his own players. I thought it was absolutely fabulous today. Yeah, what did you two make of it? Yeah. I saw you got rave reviews. Yep. I'm go- I- I'm just going to burst his bubble. He did misplace one pass. All oh, right, okay. Just, just, just when the commentator bummed him right. up. But I've got to say, I totally agree. I, I, what I noticed about him today is he's a lot sharper. He looks fitter. He was covering more ground. When he came to Celtic, he didn't have a lot of match game under his belt, Gordon. That definitely showed because we were talking about it, watching on TV. But let me say, he was absolutely brilliant. This morning Yeah I'd agree with that Controlled everything In the middle of the park Showed composure There was one One instance Right at the end of the game In Australia Under the caution It breaks to him Right in the touchline And he takes a touch And you think Just put it down the line Your time was Comes inside Shows composure Picks a pass and just that knowledge, game knowledge, managed the game brilliantly for is, Australia. Is that the? But to be fair, he has had praise for some Celtic performances. Yeah. He's done well, but then other games not so well. And and, and with that's come the, the criticism. Does he come back better for this World Cup? Who knows? Without question, because you know, to be fair to Gordon Dale, first thing he said when he came in, did you see Aaron Moy? Uh, I, I think you come back a, a much more confident man for having. Done really well in a World Cup. You've got to come back a different person. These are one of the occasions that the World Cup's done a player a world of good. The, the games mm. and everything and the fitness he's getting under his belt will only. You get anything. different types of tests, though, don't you? It is the World Cup, so the mm. stage is big. But maybe and sometimes when he's had the criticism at Celtic, it's been Champions League performances because it's, it's bigger teams. It's teams that can dominate you, and you know maybe need to be right at it. Tunisia, you know what's what's the level like? I'm not taking anything away from Aaron Moy, but maybe just acknowledging the fact that there's still different tests yeah, to yeah. come. And Listen, I take that on board. But what I witnessed today was a, a more sharper alert right. right at the end. Gordon, he's making runs up mm-hmm. the left hand side, taking the ball. The minute he loses it, he's getting back. He's catching up with his fitness. He's definitely yeah. got the quality. So you think uh, maybe on the back of this, Alec, a big second half to the season from him. They're just going to ask the panel a question. As a Celtic's player, is he as he signed or as he on loan or whatever? Because uh, if we've no signed him, we need to get him signed right away. No, he's a Celtic player. Don't worry about that, Alec. Uh, he he had a career that was actually well. I'll use a polite expression. It was in a cul-de-sac, and then 
um, Ange Postacoglu knew of him of course from his time as the Australian manager got him to Celtic and he was clearly unfit but he's up to speed now and then some and I I do think that when you can come back from a World Cup like this one having held your head high you'll be a better player for it yeah I mean he's 32 just now I think his contract runs out the end of next season Celtic generally round about him of sort of young young players he, he kind of bucks the trend of the age profile yeah. a bit I think the fans uh, and others included have to understand what kind of player he is I think there was maybe conflicting ideas of what he was was he an attack midfielder because he's played there before or was he because he's older and his legs have maybe slowed down a little was he going to be that holding role mm. but he's a mixture of kind of both today he showed that he can dictate play in the middle of the pitch and slow things down or speed things up when needed now Matt Riley's played that role for Celtic and he's had to fill in one either side of him mm-hmm. I think he's done well the games uh, that Celtic dictate you're right Gordon against the the tougher opposition he's maybe found it a wee bit harder to keep up with but I think he's been overall good and I, I was one that said he probably wasn't good enough mm-hmm. and I judged him very quickly but he's Make me eat my words now Thanks Alec Nice to catch up with you Let's uh, just got a bit of breaking news tonight It's just something I find Interesting for a number of reasons Because he's High profile He's spoken about a lot On this show Despite playing his football in Edinburgh And I'm not Sure if this Is often the way these things play out Hibs have issued a statement tonight To confirm that Ryan Porteous Won't sign a new contract I think they're just coming clean You know There's yeah. no point in having speculation uh, they've decided. What, it, but, what does it do for you then For the fixtures between now and January Well Ryan Porteous will start At Ibrox On the 15th of December Does, it, does, does that change though With the statement Or do fans view him differently or, Do you know what I mean what, what do you achieve with the statement tonight I suppose is what I I'm, I'm trying it, to get at I know that fans Can react badly to these type of things But there is freedom of contract He is free Oh, of course. To, to, to turn down the offer mm-hmm. of a new contract He's broken into the national team He clearly believes that he is higher to climb than Hibbs uh, There has been speculation that, that uh, Rangers and Celtic might have been interested Well Celtic have taken uh, Kobayashi now You would think uh, that market's closed um, But I, I, I would hope that the statement hasn't been issued in the hope of getting fans on his back. I would hope it's no, simply. Of course. A, I would hope it's simply a matter of clarity. Listen, mm. we're just letting you know now he will not be extending his stay at Easter Road. Also, I, 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 that's fair enough. I may alert, you know, other clubs. They if they want a few anyway, quid, don't they? Yeah, like, I mean, everybody knows yeah, his contracts up at the end of the season. Think, but yeah, other clubs, I suppose, when they know how far you are down the line or how close they are, maybe agreeing things. Hibs are cards on the table look he isn't signing here so if you want them in January get your bids I, I on I don't now. think there's a problem there are no secrets in football anymore you know the way the industry works everybody will get to know it Hibs have just come out dealt with it professionally said look we've offered the guy as much as we possibly could mm-hmm. go unfortunately we can't keep him I think Hugh's right he'll be in the team until he's no do otherwise you think a, they, a, a Hibs player do you think they know then that something they're, they're going to be able to or they've got a good sense that they can sell him in January because if you can't you've issued a statement yeah. in November and, and then what? No one bids the appropriate money in January, and he just plays every game to the end of the season. Well, they know they're out there running. They, they they're not going to get his anything. contract won't be up in January. You know, it's up at yeah, the end, it's end up of the end. So they Maybe. have to maximise their chances again. Anything for yeah. him now by putting out. He's not signing. It's alerting other people. Look, give me your best offer. We are willing yeah. to take 
whatever. Now they will get some offers that are way off what clubs should be paying for them in for three or four months of service, but they found themselves it's in that form, position. It's a form of advertising. This but again, that's what you don't need that. It's the rarity of it in a sense. Everybody knows that you can start talks in January. Everybody. So it's like you don't need to advertise something that people already know. That's well, the bit I'm just trying to understand. I think we spend our lives asking for clarity. And hymns have provided clarity. So you can you know, clubs can come in, those who want to. Uh the fans can get used to the idea, get their heads around it. But there should be no criticism of the player. We've got freedom of contract and he's entitled to do what he yeah. wants to do. Yeah, no, I think that that's obviously uh fair. Um Scott F came from the manager, though. You know, the final word on that, that that is Scott F came from the manager to upstairs to put that out. Otherwise, I just wouldn't happen. He would, he would keep ticking along like managers do. He's part of your plans until we hear otherwise. A statement like that suggests that Lee Johnson is not happy with the situation and he yeah. wants the public to know. Yeah, I'm just looking through the, the replies. Um, I mean, if that's the case, drop him, says one. Um, Hibs have lost six of the last seven games and no. they've got a full-blown injury crisis at the club. They're not in a position to drop anyone. Uh, yeah, sell him next week, gutted, blah, blah, blah. Wouldn't start him then, says Ryan, so I'm not sure if it's had the desired effect for all fans. But there we are. Thank you, Hugh, Mark and Gordon. Thanks to the top team for keeping us across what was a dramatic day in the Scottish Cup. We look forward to finding out what is next in the next round when the draw is made in the next couple of days. It looks like France are about to make it six points out of six in the World Cup. And whatever happens on the Michael Beale front... You can discuss it with us on Monday night from 6 o'clock. So make sure you join us. And it's George. He's up next with the GBX.